Hey, 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 love and light to each and every one of you guys. Welcome to the Dope Black Chick Podcast, your audio guide to releasing your dopeness. Hey gang, welcome to uh, today's episode. This is um, an episode that I feel is greatly, greatly needed. As you know, I am all here for the empowerment of black women. And when I say empowerment, I mean a real understanding of self, a love of self, appreciation of self, respect for oneself, and honoring of thyself. So today I want to talk about the topic of beauty, uh, body positivity, and most importantly, being liberated and what that means. You know, we got all this talk about liberation, but ain't nobody free. So this episode, I want to discuss that idea of beauty in our society because um, unfortunately it seems that our liberation, a woman's liberation is so tied up into her physical aesthetic uh, so much so that I felt that this show was necessary. Y'all, I am passionate about my sister's If you are a loyal listener to this show, you already know that. You know how passionate I am about a woman understanding uh, herself, accepting herself outside of the ideals forced upon her, right? So let me go ahead and just jump into this because I feel like I'll be here forever. I've been... Uh, playing this over and over in my head and discussing it on so many different levels with so many of my sisters, um, just really trying to have that vantage point of diverse perception or perspective. I recognize that we are all as diverse as the hairs on our heads, as the, the tones of our skin, I recognize that. And so I understand that there are going to be people that are on so many sides of this topic, because even with this topic, there's so it's so deep. Like, you know, how I always say, let's not have a conversation about what black people need to be doing until we get to the root um, of the issue. And so I feel the same when it comes to talking about body positivity talking about women's liberation and um, beauty, the concept, right? Because it's so deep and it's so many layers. Um, But I felt like with all my studying, because I did a lot of studying um, just from my personal perspective, that of friends and Honestly, at the heart, I had to touch on what I believe to be true for women um, as the clearest form of self-love, right? And so with that, I had this mountain of information and um, 
we got to do it. We got to peel back the layers. So I don't know. This may be a part one. I'm just not sure. We're just going to go with it and see what happens. Okay, guys. So let's get started here. Um, first of all, I definitely want to say congratulations to the winners. Um, to, well, actually to Miss Universe. Uh, what is it? Zonzi, Zonzi, Zonzini. Yeah, I think that was her name. Don't, don't get me the line. Cause I could be so wrong right now, but everybody's calling her Zonzi. Um, I think that's her name and, um, she is, uh, Miss South Africa and she won Miss Universe this past Sunday. Extremely elated to see a woman that looks like me, <laughs> you know, uh, be represented, but not even that, not even just that we currently have five reigning. If you want to look at these, uh, beauty representations, you got Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss America. I'm missing somebody. Um, no, that's all of them. So you got all of these women are, um, black women so that's amazing to see that diversity of black women uh, we actually released an article about that on ihearthatgirl.com and um, I will have the link in show notes on the website um, and also on anchor if you would like to um, read that article but it's definitely on there um, I'm talking a little bit slower on this episode because I recently had some dental work done. And so, yeah, I got a little bit of pain, <laughs> but I still wanted to bring you guys an amazing show today. Um, also because I'm really passionate about this topic. We're talking about my girls. So let's start there, right? With the Miss Universe. I'm as elated as I am in the article that I wrote, um, I want you to begin to see how layered this issue is when it comes to beauty and body positivity, right? Because those pageants are typical patriarchal ideal standards of beauty, right? And that is why it is so um, celebratory to see five black women handle all those roles, you know, because of the patriarchy, um, trying to set this idea of what beauty was. And for the longest, it never was black women. And so to have five reigning black women reigning as those representatives, um, it, it is a huge statement, right? But at the same time, this is where I'm, I'm coming from with the layers. It's a patriarchal idea. Like to even have a pattern, you know, they just recently got rid of the whole swimsuit part. Just recently got rid of that. But prior to that, that was a part of this, this thing <laughs> that a contest that would state who is the fairest of them all. Now, I know I'm preaching. I know I'm telling the truth. 
because it, but but the thing about it is it's a double edged truth because the truth of it is uh yes i am happy that we have black representatives um that have kind of come into that art form if you want to call pageantry an art form and then at the same time the double edge is that this is a contest on the beauty or fairness of a woman uh when you think about it that way (laughs) you begin to say who came up with this idea like, why are we putting women on display, you know, to see how articulate they are and, 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 and how poised they are and, 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 you know, what their talents are and their bodies look like. And, you know, when you think about it that way, you're like, damn, do I even want to be a part of this? Do I? So, yeah, on the one hand. I'm up here celebrating those five beautiful women and I still will continue to. Uh, But on the other hand, I'm like, damn, we playing into the same old stupid game, right? All right. Do not take that statement as me negating or downplaying um, what happened. Because like I said, you can go to IHearThatGirl.com right now and see an article of me celebrating, um, what that means and how that representation will reflect on young black queens, you know? So yeah, I just want to show you guys the layers. I hope you're feeling me and I hope you're, you're following me. How your pastors say, follow with me, stay with me now, because I hope you can, you can understand what I'm trying to show you here. When we get into the conversation about body positivity, uh, self-love and liberation, women's liberation, let's, I want you to really be free, really be free. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that article is called, we are Queens and yes, black women need to be acknowledged, um, for our beauty which has for so long been dismissed um, and overlooked. So it is amazing to see those women making strides in the ways that they have. All right, so the next um, point I'm going to make here, and this is when we're going to really get things rolling, because I believe that this story has shaken a lot of the female base to a point of discussion where we can be real about where we stand when it comes to really being body positive and uh, free. So Lizzo, y'all know y'all have heard about Lizzo at the basketball game and, um, you know, she showed up at the game, the Lakers game with, a dress that had a huge hole in it and her, she had the thong on, you know, so she had her cheeks out basically. She did a Prince at the Lakers game and there's been so much fallout from that. Like people are split down the middle 
Um, you got people saying that folks are hating on her because of her, uh, of her size. And then you have another side saying, no, it's inappropriate. And then you have that side that's saying, well, let a woman define her own body and space. And, you know, so the argument is back and forth and back and forth. And here's the thing about Lizzo. Lizzo has become the sacrificial lamb. Um, and this problem, Lizzo is not the problem. Lizzo is not the problem. So the problem started years ago. Pointing fingers at Lizzo is as conducive or, um, as related as to cutting off the nose to spite the face. If you've ever heard that saying before you cut off the nose to spite the face Lizzo is not the problem this has been going on for quite some time and I think it's unfair to Lizzo that the argument is being you know um talked about so loudly now because it was her so the truth of the matter is yes I believe that her body size um frustrated people yeah, but I don't think that the conversation was not being had prior. I think that it just got loud because they really didn't want to see her like that. You see what I'm saying? Like nobody said anything when Cardi B was out here butt ass naked and she's out here butt ass naked on a regular and consistent basis. When Amber, what's her name? Amber somebody. Same thing with her, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, Tony Braxton, Fantasia. The list goes on and on. Look, like everybody just got to have one of them little unitards. But nobody, the, it's, it just hasn't been that loud, right? But then Lizzo puts one on. And honey, they, they lost it. Especially at the game. Now, I understand that. You know, you at the game. Now, I ain't come here for that, Lizzo. I came here for the game to see these men's. Not your ass. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I'm not going to go into all that. But again, it is juxtaposed to cutting off the nose to spite the face because she is not the real issue. I feel like we cannot just discuss that you know moment in time with her without addressing the root cause and so here i come peeling off layers are y'all ready for this i see i am now at 14 minutes so yeah this probably will be part one to this episode um i'ma try to you know, uh, keep this thing moving, but I really feel like there's going to be a part two. So here we go. We're getting ready to walk into how, um, how varied, how layered and, uh, the, the conversation about body positivity, self-love, um, and women's liberation is. So let's start from the beginning. The 1960s, that is the start of the women's liberation movement. 
It was um, talking about addressing and uplifting economic, psychological, and social freedoms for women, right? However, the principal problem of the women's liberation movement was this. They felt that the principal problem was sexism, right? They felt like sexism was the patriarchy's issue. And if we can dismantle sexism, then women would have better economic, psychological, and social freedoms. This is, while sexism is an issue, black women felt like there were so many more things (laughs) that were really going on um, that needed to be addressed. A lot of minorities felt that way. But again, you got to remember the women's liberation movement was mostly white women. Um, but anyway, so this was the foundation of the women's liberation movement was that sexism was a patriarchal construct and the, the way to dismantle the patriarchy was through, um, addressing sexist ideals, right? But here is the problem with the women's liberation movement, they decided to take this move and fight sexism with sex. Fight sexism with sex. Instead of, to me, breaking it totally down, because I'm not going to say that some moves weren't made. Like we, you know, the sexual harassment stuff that happens um, policies that are in a lot of your workplaces, but still get looked over are there because of the women's liberation movement. Let me be clear. However, that's just a little corner of the problem and you can't dismantle the patriarchy by fighting sexism with sex. So basically they played into the patriarchy by saying, well, if we, can control how we use our bodies, then if I can control the sex or the idea of sex, if I'm at the forefront of the sex, then I am in control. And that's not necessarily true because you're playing into the patriarchy. So yeah, you're playing into the patriarchy. And I'm going to tell you how this or or give you something to relate to it. I mean, I even um lived under that or believed that idea um by fighting sexism with sex um as a young woman. That was, you know, one of the ideas like cuz it was control. You know, I f- I figured because I was suggesting the sex, I would um trump any sexist behavior um sexual assault was really the reason that I was doing it but because I would suggest it it would keep me in control I felt like I was in control but in actuality um you know hindsight is always 2020 in actuality as a more evolved woman I recognize like true control um yes I did control the places um, the situations, 
But at the end of the day, it came from a heart that was walled up. You know, I was reacting to trauma instead of being in control of the trauma. You see what I'm saying? So regardless of my intentions um, in that seeming quote unquote control, I was still being controlled by the trauma. Y'all get that what I'm saying? So that's why I say when we try to fight sex with sex, uh, sexism with sex, we're playing into the patriarchy. Um, you know, a woman, uh, the patriarchy believes that a woman is only her physical being. That's pretty much the ideal um, patriarchy, patriarchy ideal is that a woman's body um, is they dictate how a woman's body will be seen, will be valued, be appreciated because it is tied to her physical being. So her, her, her being or her womanhood is all inclusive in her physical being. If you want to dismantle that ideal, we should instead dismantle the ideal that we are nothing more than our bodies. So we challenge that by taking ownership of the vessel versus dismantling the whole patriarchal ideal that a woman is only her physical body. So that failed on so many levels because you're not really attacking the root. You're, you're reacting to a behavior. But you're not attacking the root. You see what I'm saying, guys? I hope this is coming together for you and making some sense to you. Because it's like I said at the beginning, this is a very layered topic. And I never like to start chopping off branches. Let's get down to the root. And and then we understand why the branches are there to begin with, you know? Um, so yeah, this, this whole women's liberation movement basically failed the real issues. Um, and what happened is that black and minority communities, black and other minority communities decided that, you know, the women's liberation movement is thinking too small. You know, we were like, okay, um, yeah, you know, we deal with sexism, but that is like a a quarter of the 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 amount of issues that we're really dealing with economic suppression and you know psychological uh traumas you know those are the things that we're really dealing with and so you saw this sever and this sever happened late 70s um as those minority groups began to start and create their own um organizations for women's liberation. And that's where you have like this feminist group versus the womanist group. You see what I'm saying? That's where those began to branch off because it was like, you're not really seeing um, our issues. You're focusing on such a teeny tiny part of the problem. Not to say that that isn't a part of the problem. Like I said earlier, the women's liberation movement um, was very much um, successful in dealing with um sexual harassment in the workplace um things like that i cannot discount that 
but uh, for the whole of where we are as women when it comes to body positivity, uh, when it comes to self-love and the way we view ourselves in, in a society that is so sexually, well, has a patriarchal sexual idea of women, um, are we really truly liberated? So I'm going to stop there for part one. Yes, guys, this is part one. Part two, um, you will get that and uh, you'll get that next week. But um, yeah, I'll stop here for part one. And I want to hear your comments. Uh, hit me up. Uh, I You can hit us up with the, I think on the anchor, you get an opportunity to call in and leave a voice comment. Um, if you want to email us, thedopeblackchick at gmail.com. That's how you can contact me. Um, and, and leave your comments so I can share them in part two as we go a little bit deeper because that's not it, guys. I've just, I told you that was just the beginning. I'm going to show you how the women's liberation movement has snowballed. We're 60 years down the road and I'm going to show you how it has affected the zennial, uh, millennial generation and how women are reacting to what was put in place in 1960. All right. So we'll talk about that in the next show. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, definitely look forward to hearing your responses to this topic and, um, delving even deeper into it with you guys. Follow us on Instagram at the dope black chick. I'm going to try to deal with this congestion and I hope on part two, I sound so much better. Until next time, peace and blessings.